At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is Colin with Three Terrible Gamers. I'm back with Ashton again. What's up, guys? It's episode 15. Woohoo! Another breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, hopping on it. What's your thoughts on emulation since this is the topic we were supposed to cover, I guess, a couple days ago? But since I'm just saying last week, I'm just going to say last week. Yeah, it was supposed to be last week. <laughs> anyway, um, emulation, uh, it's it's been debated since its initial release, I guess. Uh, it's, it's kind of touchy for some people. I think it's a great thing if it's done legally. So an, emula- an emulator itself is not illegal, but the ROMs, if obtained illegally that makes it illegal to play them so if you own those games and you make backups of your own games then that's okay to play them on an emulator but if you go to a rom site and download them then that's what makes it illegal so a lot of people don't like them at all but i think if it's done legally it's a great thing because some people may not have maybe some people don't have an nes anymore their nes don't work and i mean i'm sure you you guys have seen the prices of the some of these retro consoles and games and they're ridiculous so if they still have a copy of the original mario bros super mario bros and they're able to get that rom off of that cartridge illegally and they can load up an emulator i don't see a problem with that is even if they're in it still works i don't see a problem with that but some people, that's the only way they're going to be able to play these games is because they're not able to get them anymore. They don't make new ones anymore. They don't make new Super Mario Brothers anymore. So, I mean, I think if it's done legally, it's a great thing. And I, you know me, I emulate a lot, but I do it legally. Legally. You don't pull from the games that you had. Well, games that you did have, but not currently have type of situation. Right. Yeah, I mean, I have... The games I emulate, I have. I own... Whether I got them legally, maybe not. But I do own them. I have some sort of physical action, physical disc physical cartridge of those games so that means i do own those games so i don't see a problem with that as long as i own them now if i download a rom of something i do not own that's where it comes to be a problem yeah i mean yeah this whole entire emulation thing it's it's pretty much the gaming world of burning cds i mean it's right cut and dry what it is 
it was a huge thing. And I mean, CDs and even DVDs. So, I mean, like I said, it's in the video game aspect, oh, it's yeah. great for nostalgia. I personally, I don't emulate near as much as what Ashton does. I'll, I mean, I'll hop on an emulator on my phone and play it occasionally, but other than that, I don't really get into emulation too much. And I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, it's bad for corporate America, which again, don't really care too much about the corporate side of things. I mean, because they've already made their money from the titles. I don't really care if they get butt hurt that someone stole a copy of Super Mario, the original Super Mario Bros. or Duck Hunt. Like, big whoop. It's, right. Again, it may hurt my Nintendo thing, but Nintendo, I come from both sides for you. Yeah, and see, it's it's different if you're emulating Nintendo Switch. That console is still current gen. So don't be emulating an illegal copy of any Nintendo Switch game. But I'll say, yes, I have emulated Nintendo Switch, but I own the game. So don't go out here emulating illegal Nintendo Switch stuff. That's not okay because that console is still current. Not everybody can afford a Switch. I get that, but at least buy the game and obtain the ROM legally and then play it on the emulator. Give those guys out there that you can still buy new games for the Switch is what I'm saying. So give those guys, give those developers their hard-earned money before you go emulating. Yeah, I mean, it's the right thing to do. Granted, I mean, like you said, it's been a till that's been around well longer what we've been around because people's been burning CDs since the mid-90s. Right, and these young kids out here be like, what's burning CDs? What's that mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically what we're talking about just in an emulation standpoint. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but these kids out here, you know, they probably don't want to know what burning CDs is. That's our our childhood stuff. I remember yeah, like we I got said, all kinds. Only... Oh, yeah. We got all kinds of burned music CDs and DVDs all the time. I believe your mom burned some for us. And... Uh, I believe so. Sandy, but that also kind of plays underneath the same time, the same thing as what you were talking about is to burn them. We technically had the CDs, to burn. right? You own the copy of that that music music CD or DVD. So it's usually where it became illegal. At is whenever you tried to make your own corporate gain off. Right, you download an illegal an illegal. I guess file of it, and then you try to sell it. Yeah, but like I said, that's basically what the emulation thing is nowadays. But you know, video games are involved in a little. I mean, it takes more work to do a video game than what it does to make a video game than it is for an artist to. I'm not going to say necessarily just sing a song because I know there's a lot more than just singing. It's just like there's a lot more going on behind the scenes of us just talking about stuff. Right. But like at the end of the day, like you said, if you emulate it and have it, because I know not everyone's technologically advanced or knowledgeable about how to break it down, code it themselves to pull from their actual game to emulate. But if you have the game, you know, feel free to emulate it. If not, then like Ashton said, you should probably pay for the game. But we're just two people talking. You don't have to listen to us. 
getting mad at our opinions either. Just, that's our opinions. Do it legally. That's our opinions. So. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy like jailbreaking things, but it's I can't curse it, so I should go and jailbreak yeah. it if I want it. Right, and that's how it should be. If you own it, you can do whatever you want with it. But if you don't own it, then you're stealing it. So that's just what it is at the end of the day. All right, Sonic Frontier trailer, which by the time this episode releases, it is coming out today. The, the trailer? Well, the trailer is out already, but the game is actually getting released on Tuesday, November 8th, which, like I said, I'm sure this will be Right, ready. right. Yeah. But how do you feel about the that trailer, tr- since that's all the gameplay footage that we get of it? It looks awesome. It, it looks really good. Uh, it looks better than I thought it would. And it, it, watching that trailer kind of took me back to my childhood days playing Sonic Adventure 2. Obviously, the graphics, I mean, back then, the graphics looked the same as they do now because that back then, that was good graphics. But you get what I'm saying. Uh, it was the Sonic Frontiers, I believe, Showdown trailer is what it was called. And it was if you watched that and you're any kind of Sonic fan at all it will definitely make you want to buy that game because it just looks amazing and it's just it looks like they took their time and sonic team actually did this one right and done it good and there's no critic scores out yet i did check uh they didn't get early copies or anything like the other games we talked about in the last episode for the critic scores but they will have the critic scores out and we'll give those to you guys whenever uh it releases when the eighth we'll probably put it in there next weeks after that video or something i mean episode or something yeah as you say it's one of those things where it didn't seem like anyone hardly got the early access to this one no i think it's because they were they're just not allowed to rate it or put it out until it releases yeah yeah because they was testing it right for bugs and stuff like that but some some developers they may let you put the credit scores out there early some won't but I, I didn't figure they would with this one where sonic's had such a rough time the past what 10 years or so they haven't had a really good sonic game in so long so they were kind of trying to keep us this one under the rug a little bit uh so until it releases so they can get those bugs out and because people don't want they don't really want them putting those critic scores in there with those bugs in there and Sonic not doing well the past few years, so. Yeah, I would go back for even 10 years. I would say probably Adventures and Heroes timeline. Yeah, which 20 years at that point. Exactly. And like I said, the all, next closest one to actually being good was an 06 release. Uh, Sonic Callers, it was decent whenever it released. I don't think I remember. Was that one just on the 3DS? It was on the Wii, I believe. Just the Wii? It was on the Wii? They might be the one I'm thinking of, because I think it was on the Wii game, GameCube, if I'm not mistaken, because it's right when the Wii first came out. Yeah. And then they remade it on the Switch. You called it Sonic Colors Ultimate. Um, Sonic Colors released 2010. Gotcha. And it was pretty good. But... It was on the Wii and the Nintendo DS. 
Yeah. But yeah. I'd say that was that's a good one. Generations. Some people say Generations was decent. Some people say uh, what? What's the one with the Unleashed? I believe or something like that. Something. But whichever one had the wolf in it, like half wolf. Anyway, Collars probably one of the last good ones. <clears throat> yeah, and then like you said, the gameplay looked extremely stunning, and that was another thing with me too because I had actually watched it. I watched it twice just because my new Fire Stick came in, so it had a 4K one, and I had an old stick that didn't have 4K, and it was a nine-day difference between mm. those two. It's not a sponsor, but uh, just <laughs> seeing it in 4K, I was like, oh my goodness, this game looks a lot better than what it did like two days ago. Yeah, it, I just watched it on my phone, so it wasn't the highest quality, but just I could tell on my phone that it was... I mean, obviously, they probably gave us footage from next gen, I would say. And it's not going to look like it on the Switch. But still, it's going to look pretty oh, good on the not. Switch. I mean, it's going to look good. Don't think it's going to not look good and be, look like junk or nothing. It's still going to look good, but it's not going to look that good. Yeah, this thing on the Switch, you get to see it two ways. You can see it at 720 and 1080. That's right. So if you look at it first on 720, but like, oh, this doesn't look real good. Just put it on your TV and it'll look good. I'll, I mean, when I eventually get it, I'm going to get it for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Well, the forces left a bad taste in my mouth. I might wait for you to get it and play it before I even decide to buy it. Well, it came with your Switch, didn't it? It did come with my Switch. You'll save five of you. I wouldn't, I I wouldn't, wouldn't, I wouldn't even it. bought it. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, you can look at the cover and be like, eh, that don't look good. You just look at the cover art and tell it's not a good game. Oh, it's like the YouTube album that iPhone gave you. Yeah. <laughs> Here, just go ahead and take this with it. Yeah, it wasn't the best album. But... I mean, it was music. It was rock music, I guess. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I mean, I like YouTube. Don't get me wrong. It was just funny where they forced that on everybody, and that's how I felt. Yeah, that's how I felt with the Switch. I was like, they just forced this game on me. It cannot be that good. And like I said, I couldn't make it past the first couple levels just because. Right. Maybe that's what we should do with our podcast. Just put on people. One Apple podcast or something. <laughs> that's right. Download to everybody's phone. That's one way to get listens up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are these stupid people doing on my phone? <laughs> it don't matter. We got your download. Uh, I'm pretty sure that costs you two a lot of money to put that out there for free, though. Oh, yeah. Support for Three Terrible Gamers is brought to you by Manscaped. The best of the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Recently, I have been using Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which includes the lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmers ever. The lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, and also has a 4000K LED spotlight, which helps to reduce the risk of ingrown hairs and grooming accidents. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your grooming must-haves. Their products are precision-engineered tools 
for your family jewels. So if you want to join us in our smooth ball fall movement, I have a deal for you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 3TG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code 3TG. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now let's get back to the free terrible gamers. All right. Moving on to the next one. Surely all humans clone carnage is free to play. So, Robert, if you're listening, you can go ahead and download that one because there ain't nothing we can do with it. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with five to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10, H-E-R-O dot C-O. You're lucky, Robert. I'm not making you use the affiliate link. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, it originally launched on May 31st for $12.99, but it was free to those who pre-ordered Destroy All Humans too. But <clears throat> it's now free to play, and it's a multiplayer spinoff game based off of, you know, the original Destroy All Humans. But um, I've not played Destroy All Humans much. I know you have more than I have, but uh, they're good games. Actually, I've never played oh, it. Oh, really? That's what I was saying at the beginning parts, stages of our podcast is it always looked interesting. It was always on that G4 channel on cable TV, but I never did play it. It's just something I always wanted. Oh, yeah. Play. Oh, I thought you said you had played it. Maybe it was 
you said Robert. Robert or, no, Robert. you said Robert wanted to buy it because we mentioned it. Yeah, but yeah, personally, I've never played it. Still haven't played it. They look good. I will say, I've looked at gameplay, and the they the games do look good. Yeah, they look good back in 07, like with those graphics. But like, oh yeah, like I said, it's just the time, and obviously they haven't done anything since then. Like now they're just remaking. Right. And Which I mean, I anything free to play to, is worth playing. As you say, yeah. And they're just probably trying to get an audience built up and before they release a third one. Yeah. And if it's free to play, it's, it's worth checking it out at least. And I believe I've seen that the uh, DLC was going to be free as well. It's going to be included. Gotcha. I didn't do much more. Is it... Uh... Is it capable on the Switch, or is it Xbox and PlayStation? I did look. Uh, here, I'll look again. I looked earlier, but I, don't, I didn't put it in my notes for some reason. It is Xbox One and PC. That's it. Okay. So PlayStation and well, Switch don't get it. Okay, it says it is now free for Xbox One and PC, but it was released as well on the PS4 and the Series X and S. So maybe they're already free on the PS4, but I doubt it. So it may just be free on the Xbox and the PC. Huh. Makes sense. Don't and if you guys are looking... Good. Don't know why Nintendo's not pitching their hand in it. That's right. But if you guys are wondering about the scores on the game, I uh, have here the 5 out of 10 on Steam and a 2.5 out of 5 on True Achievements. So about a 50-50 there both ways. So it's something worth checking out if it's free. PlayStation has as a 4 out of 10. Yeah, nobody likes PlayStation. Here's our next topic, too, after I say that. Yeah, that's very true. We're going to segue us. Uh, God of War has, like, nine different graphic modes. How do you feel about it in the ongoing situation of we're not going to play it because we know about PlayStation? Yeah, but um, <clears throat> it reminds me a lot of, like, games for PC because you on PC you can change different graphic settings and stuff like that so uh, just uh, I'll read online PS5 version has two graphics modes uh, favor resolution which prioritizes image quality over frame rate and then favor performance which is the default it prioritizes frame rate over image quality and then there's also a separate high frame rate mode toggle, which will be available only if your console is connected to a display that has an HDMI 2.1 port and a 120 hertz panel. And then on the PS4, the favor resolution and favor performance are only available when playing on the PS4 Pro. The launch PS4 and the PS4 Slim don't have any graphics settings. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's good that they're putting all that different type of place, I mean, a graphic mode for pretty much every play style. 
Right. And it's, you see, I'm confused on why they're doing that on a console. I understand a PC, sometimes to get better performance out of a PC, you got to limit the image quality for the frame rate. Or if you have a stronger PC, you can limit, you know, you can have higher image quality and also keep that frame rate up. So having that on console, that's kind of weird because console, you should have a set frame rate for all your games. You should develop those games for that console. So it's kind of, it may not be anything to worry about, but it kind of does worry me a little bit that they've tested it on the PS5 and they felt a need to have these settings in there for some reason. Maybe they're not, maybe they're getting some frame rate, frame rate dips in there somewhere. So I don't know. Might be something to keep. I mean, and I want to try to get their hand into the PC world. Well, they have uh, already technically with bringing their last God of War uh, game over to PC here in the past year or so. So they're kind of testing the waters with it, I guess. And having these different modes, they might be trying to start launching them alongside PC with the PS5. Possible, or like I said, or even the way of being like, okay, we'll test it out for right now, then just like I said, just have a PlayStation computer basically type of situation in the future. Sounds like something Sony would do. Even my point. <laughs> so I said, I think that's why they're trying it now because if you can master it on a console, then it don't take, I mean, you gotta get out my skill set. But it don't seem like it could be too much harder, especially when you got a team of people that just that's all they do is to transfer one to the other. So again, I, I don't see it too far to stretch for Sony to be like, yeah, let's make a computer now. Yeah, and I mean, they make everything else. They make TVs and Blu-ray players. They make all kinds of stuff. So why not try to make some TV? I mean, some, uh, computers. But like I said, I don't know. It's just something to keep an eye on. I don't know why they have different modes for the PS5 version. I mean, I understand a PC version, but maybe, I mean, you might see some reports that there are some frame rate dips. So sometimes in the game, you got to go set it to where it has lower resolution to keep that frame rate up. I don't know, but we'll just have to see. I think we've got a war and kind of an extra somewhat topic. The release date is on the 9th of November, so the time this releases, it'll be tomorrow. Right. Right, yeah, and like I said, with the uh, Sonic Frontiers critic scores, we'll get these God of War critic scores out to you as well on our next episode. Also, for even though as much pain as we put PlayStation through, if you guys want to use our affiliate to purchase the game, you can feel free to do Right. Does Robert have a PlayStation? Uh, I think he's an Xbox now. Oh, he's unswitched over. Well, buy it anyway. That way you can legally make the ROM for it. Right. You can legally make the ROM for it if you buy it off of our affiliate link. That way you can emulate God of War riding the ROM. Yeah. That'd take a lot of power to emulate. PS5 yeah. game, definitely. Imagine doing that on a emulating it on a uh, Game Boy or Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 
I don't want to let my house caught on fire. I, I exploded my console. <laughs> Overheated it. Alright, uh, our final topic, since that was kind of just an add-in just because where it was getting released and we was already talking about the game, but sticking with PlayStation, the PSVR 2 price and release, how would you feel about those? The release? It's not bad. Uh, February 22nd, 2023. Now the price, that's yeah. steep. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous, borderline ridiculous, I'll say, because $550 for a VR, you just buy another PS5 for that price. That's true. Cheaper than that price, $50 cheaper. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it may be great, and they have cutting-edge technology, but that seems a little steep to me. If they could lower it, maybe $100, that would be a little bit more reasonable, but that's kind of crazy. To me, $550 for a VR headset. So, yeah, $550 for what it be something that just causes virtual reality. And I'm pretty sure the first one works on everything as well. So, if you got one of those laying around, you may as well just use that instead. Right. Yeah, I mean, they did. I mean, it looks nice, but is it worth $550? I mean, yeah, people so buy it. prefers to play virtual reality games. Yeah, and I just think that's too expensive, personally. I wouldn't buy it, but I'm also not into VR. I have played VR, but I'm not into it. I mean, I played a couple of games, too, and like I said, it's, it's for what it is, it's fun. But I'd, <laughs> I'd be one of those people I'd probably run for the TV <gasps> if I played it long enough. <laughs> Well, while we're on this topic, I had in here as a side note. Uh, do you think that VR is the future of gaming? Do you think eventually that's what we'll have? I say if it winds up going for enough people and enough. Because right now, Sony's really the only one dipping their fingers in it. If it becomes big enough of them yeah. and the prices come down, I don't see why it couldn't. But at the same time, I don't think it'll be it, – it won't be within the next 50 years. In the next 50? I said it won't be within the next 50. Maybe 51. Okay. <laughs> but no, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Okay. Yeah, Sony, they're the only ones really, really, really trying with it. Now, Nintendo had that, like, Labo. It was like a cardboard thing. You put goggles and, like – on your switch system it kind of done virtual reality but you had to have that physical switch in it so sony's the only one doing a full set vr which they did it with we talked about the ps4 too they had a headset out but i don't think it'll be the future game a lot of people do but a lot of people like myself don't like it enough to be that's the only way to play video games so, if that's the only way to play video games, then I may just not play video games anymore. I may not. I just may. I may emulate some old consoles instead. So, I don't see myself ever getting fully into VR. I may eventually get into it to play it here and there, but not the only way to play a video game. Then. 
I probably would get into it once it was a thing thing and like cheap, you know, just a normal run of the mill thing. Just because, like I said, I enjoyed it. No, I didn't really enjoy it that much. But if that's the way to get my fix in, I would. Yeah, like we play NBA 2K. My career. Could you imagine playing my career on VR? That'd be pretty cool. But I don't know if that would like. It would have to be. I could do that or play it like we do. Not that's the only way for us to play my career. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they probably have the switch back and forth option anyways. They may, but I know some games are VR only. But, but I mean, technically, for people that's played 2K on the Wii whenever it was out, it's only difference is you got a little thing over top of your head, but, I mean, the shooting, you'd actually be shooting the ball the whole nine yards type of situation, just like how you would for Wii. Yeah, I didn't like it myself. Well, I did. I was I know a you better did. shooter, definitely back then. Yeah, I know you liked that, but I didn't. Yeah, I can't do the whole entire timing with an button, but I promise you, I get the muscle control down, and it was pretty much a made shot in the time with the right people. Yeah, so me, I can get the button timing down pretty easy. Like I said, for me, it's like almost a nostalgia kick. Like I said, only difference is there's a thing around your head that makes the TV for closer or further away what it needs to be. Right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, definitely 550 is a little steep on that price, though. I won't be purchasing it anytime soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. I won't ever be purchasing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe eventually, like, 30 years from now, if it's, like, cheap and it's a retro collector's item, I may, but not no. I want to say 30 years from now, it will be considered retro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to buy it anytime it's considered new or still in use. Because about your point of thinking, there's stuff from the 90s that's technically retro right now. Oh yeah, like I mean, they they consider GameCube retro now. So that was only twenty years ago. <laughs> As you say, it's twenty years for games, isn't it? It's considered retro. Usually, yeah. All right, I think it's all the time we got for today. Yep. All right, guys, as usual, follow our socials on YouTube, Third Trouble Gamers. Listen to our sports podcast, uh, Two Trouble Sports Analysts, and follow us on Discord and be consider becoming a patron. And uh, just to give you guys an update, we talked about Gotham Knights in the last episode, and we I did go ahead and put that in this episode's description on our Amazon affiliate link, so you can buy that through us if you want. Don't cost you a dime more. Right. Not even a penny more. It's the same price. Same price just gives us a little bit of commission. You guys have a good one. See you guys later.